Okay. We're live. All right, Raboisai. Oh. Good morning, Raboisai. We are live from Chicago. It is 11.19 here, I believe. A little late, sorry. It's the end of the day for me. It's where I get my new koiches. Today's shir, sponsored Lili Nishma Simi Mirasi Rusbas Mordechai. And sponsored by Yosef, Yosef Weisberg, the famous Yosef Weisberg, in honor of the 13th yard side of my father-in-law, Yosef Menachem Ben Yehuda. That's sponsor number one. Sponsor number two. Sponsored by Ted Fishman. I don't know these names. Asiel Chaim Shalom Ben Tovia, Tovia Noyach. Or Ashiel Chaim Shalom Ben, I don't know, I never, I don't know this name. All right, by Ted Fishman. Yosef Ben Zev, famous Yosef Ben Zev in the background. Rabbi Sai, listen to this. There's a, plan, there's a change of plans here. This one is from our good friend, Mark Ashkenazi. Rebelli, Gemar Toiv. Um... I want to share that I have the schos to be a Hatzalah member for 29 years and would like to voice my concerns about getting the Chavit together on Chalamoyed. There's lots to talk about an uptick in COVID cases. It's very real. We are seeing clear increase in our call volume to extent that call volume is more than double in climate on a daily basis since late last week. In the past few days, the kids are over in Kippur. The radio was going nonstop. Last night I was covering this patch from now for two plus hours. COVID calls were coming in. I didn't have a second to make Avdallah for my family. I told him to stop waiting and eat. We made Avdallah after I was relieved by the next dispatcher. I'm not an alarmist, but we need to learn from the first wave. Bikitzer, Hashem Yazar, it won't be the case again, but as time progresses, it's not looking good. Sukkahs are not much different than indoor space. Bikitzer, I'm a hediot, and I don't like to most people, but I don't think people realize, here, come, come say hello to everybody. That's Yoel Bergman, everybody. Bikitzer. Oh, and then he says he had a mice, a similar mice to me, that he was learning in. 20 years ago, he's learning with Chavrusa and our Sameach in Muncie. And 40 minutes into the Seder, my Chavrusa notices that there's no yarmulke on my head. Turns out I hit my head on the door getting out of the car and fell off. Kitzer, Bushes, etc., etc., which reminds me of another story. The Yamaka story. story. Well, when I moved to Ramat Bet Shemesh, when I moved, Yosef, when I moved to Ramat Bet Shemesh, so the first day there, I, I just mentioned the story recently, but the first couple, uh, I was there a few days, bring my kids to school. First day, new school. So I walked into school, and when I get home, I noticed I don't have a yarmulke on my head. I walked to the new school, spoke to the new principal, everything's good without a yarmulke. So I asked my neighbor, like, Menachem, why don't you tell me anything? He says, I thought you were a the guy from Chicago. <laughs> so he told me. Anyways. Fine, that was my Shalom Aleichem, with another few Shalom Aleichems. 
Rabbi Yisai, we have a wonderful daf today. I, because yesterday was uh, Yom Kippur, so I didn't really have a whole lot of time, but I want to I do tshuva. And here, this is for you. I made one for you, Rabbi Tversky, and one for the rest of the island. We have a Tversky in the audience, Rabbi Tversky, Chashid. All Tverskys are related, you know, they're the big belly geniuses. But anyways, here it goes. I want to make a sikum of the halachas that we learned yesterday. I saw that somebody was asking questions about David Dimbert or whatever, but how does it fit into this, that? Let me explain to you. If you are a ani, meaning you are someone who doesn't have two meals, that you have three options, Raboy said three options. Option number one, you could do, use bread. Option number two, you can make a Erev right where you are. You say, Shvisasi bim koimi. Option number three is, you could do it remotely. You could say, because you don't have bread. You are a poor person. You don't have two sudas. Not that you're poor. You have $26 million in the bank account, but right now you don't have two sudas. You are considered poor. And Mimela, you could do all three options. You could do a remote Erev as well. What about a wealthy person, an Ashir? That's where we got a little confused yesterday. An Ashir is somebody that has two sudas. What are his options? Now, green, bread, according to everybody, works if you're wealthy. If you have two sudas, you put down bread. Now, if you want to go to option number two, so according to Rav Nachman, that's where the machlekes lies. And according to Rav that's good. According to, according to um, uh, who's the other one over there? No, Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi. Rav Yaisi is no good. And according to Rav Chizda, according to everybody, that's good. What's better? To make your Erev right here and now or to do it remotely? Of course, right here and now is much easier to make. So Rav Chizda says, according to everybody, that works. And according to Rav Nachman, that's a machlaikis. Option number three, I want to do it remote, but I'm rich. I'm an usher. I have two meals. According to Rav Nachman, it doesn't work at all unless you are an ani, but it doesn't work for an usher. According to Rav Chizda, that's where the machlaikis is. Rabbi says that it's good, and according to Rabbi Yossi, it's no good. So again, that's where we have a little bit of confusion. If you're an Ani, you have three options. Bread, you could do the air right here now, and you could do it remotely. If you're wealthy, according to everybody, you could do bread. If you say, you do the easy one. I want to make the air right here now. According to Rav Nachman, that's machlaikis. According to Rechista, it's a no, it's a no-brainer. According to everybody, it works. Even if you're a wealthy person, it works right here. If you say Shvisasibim Kaimi, where it works by a ani, and by a usher, according to Rav Nachman, there's no way it works by a usher, only by a ani, like you see over here. Ani, everything works by a ani. And according to Rav Chizda, that's where the machlaikis is. Now, knowing that, let's see the last line in Daf Nun Aleph Omud Beis. Rabbi Baraf Chanan Averogel the Osi. He used to travel from Artivna to Pumpadisa, and it needs an Eruv. Smack in the middle, you put an Eruv. So he said, remotely, I want to make a, an Eruv over there. Now he is considered an usher. He has. Two meals. Now, if you're an usher and you're going remote, okay, so here's red, remote. You have, Rav Nachman says, it's no good if you're an usher. And according to Rav Chizda, it works according to one man This is machlaikis. It will work according to Rav Yehuda. Red is remote. 
And that's what we're talking about, a case of remote and a case that he's wealthy. He has two meals. You want to say that this goes according to Rabbi Meir. That we had, right, Andrew? When you have Machlokes Rabbi Meir Yehuda, who's the halacha like? Rabbi Yehuda. V'omar Rav Chizda Machlokes b'Makom Ploini, and the Machlokes is remote, right down here, the red. That's where the Rav Chizda says Machlokes is in the remote. Oh, so we're going to pass it like Rabbi Yehuda that it's okay. Remote is okay, even if you're you have to sue this, even if you're an usher. Oh, but Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, no good, only a nani, no good. And we have a Bryce, just like Rav Nachman, how can you pass it like Rav Chizda? Good kasha, I got to take it back. You're right, I'm retracting. We got to go with Rav Nachman, that if you're wealthy, Asher, according to everybody, it doesn't work. doesn't work, only by Ani it works. So I got to take it back. So, Rabbi of Khan, they used to travel, and he tried to do a remote control. Eruv, he made a mistake. He said, you're right. I'm not going according to Rav Yudah over a mayor because that looks like Rav Yudah. I must go like Rav Nachman, that that is not... Yes, you're right. That looks like Rav Yudah over a mayor. But that's only if there's a machlegs between Rav Yudah and mayor. But there was no machlegs between Rav Yudah and mayor according to Rav Nachman. And we got to go like Rav Nachman because there's a price like Rav Nachman. Therefore, there is no remote Erov according La Alacha, and he took it back. Oh, I see Shmuel on. Givaldik, Shmuel from Yushalayim. Shmuel that looks like a ray. Zog de Gemara. Omar Romi Barchoma. Hare Omru. Shabbas Yeshloi Daladamas. If a person is kind of shvisa by himself, with his body, what does he have? He has four amas, says the Gemara, plus 2,000 amas. He has the 2,000 amas. So, total of 2,004 amas. So you ask him a question. That's if somebody uses his, himself to be the Eru. If he puts down the air of Yeshli Dalad Amis, Oiloi. Does he only have 2,000 Amis or does he have 2,004? We say in the Mishnah that bread, and that's what you're asking, you're asking if you put down a piece of bread, do you lose your four Amis? That if you use your body, you have four Amis plus 2,000 Amis? Do you lose those four Amis or not? Well, it says in the Mishnah, bread is only to make it easier for you, not to make it harder on you. So it doesn't make sense that you're going to lose those four amas with bread. That he shouldn't be, have to go out all the way into the desert. That makes it tougher on him. He lost eight feet out of the two thousand, out of four thousand feet. Instead of four thousand and eight feet, he has four thousand. So that's worse for him. Says Gemara, that's not a great right. Look, us. If we're lazy guys, we don't want to go out in the Friday sun. In, in Israel, probably 110 degrees today. Yeah, over here it's 50, but over there it's 100. Who wants to go out there? So no, so you lose four amas. Nishkeferlach, if you have 2,000, four is not going to, it's not going to, so it's still a kula. 
I could send my son out into the desert, put down the bread, and you lose four amas, but that's a massive kula. Don't tell me that's not a kula. Of course it's a kula. Of course it makes it easier in my life. Says the Mishnah. We had this Mishnah yesterday. We probably didn't understand that we were flying all the way at the end of Dafnun Aleph on the base and with the Gemara, everything, the whole package. So, here it is again. A guy leaves a city. Today we have a picture. He leaves a city. He's an agent for the entire city. They tell him, go out there, make a native. So he goes out. And his friend says, what are you, crazy? In the middle, he left. So he had an intention to leave. And the Gemara is going to explain he left for good. He has another place to go. He has another house. He owns a house on the opposite side. So he starts going. He starts traveling. It's important to know. This story is important because he had intent to leave. And then midway, his friend says, listen, you're not going to make it. It's too hot. Come on. Let's go back to the air conditioner. Come back home. You'll do it a different time. So he goes back. But his initial intent was to go. So and his friend took him back. He's allowed to continue going. Why? Makes no sense. Why should he be able to go? He didn't make an Erev. Because the answer is, he has another house. That's what we have to say. And now it makes a lot of sense. Otherwise, why should he be any different than a city? So now we know the Gemara because we said yesterday, so fine. Here's, the, here's Yoni's picture. Here's a city right over here. Here's a bunch of people standing around the city. He goes, his friend said, stop, go back. So he goes back. These guys are stuck in the city. He could go over here. Here's where the Erev is supposed to be. Yeah, you see the picture? Divrei Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Meir Oimer. In this case, he could have made an Erev, but he didn't. His friend convinced him to go back. Oh, it's mamish. I'm getting my money's worth. I'm getting my money's worth. Here we go. Here's a guy. He's supposed to push a donkey from behind and pull a camel from the front. Basically, you're stuck between a camel and a donkey. And you can't... So... Here's a better picture from Yoni. I just needed to use this picture because I paid for it. But now, this one is free. I'm going to use Yoni now for a second. He explains it a little differently or better. The, the camel is the line. And the donkey is the line. You see the lines. So basically, what he's saying is that this individual, he intended to make an Erev somewhere over here. He, made a, he wanted to make an Erev up front. That was his intent. Because he had that intent, what happened? He loses out on his, on his house that he lives in. Because his intent was to go further. To, to go weiter that way, the opposite direction. So he cannot use his house and go 2,000 amas past the camel this way. He lost that. But he also can't go past the donkey because he went back. He didn't make an Erev. So what we allow him to do is go from his house to the Erev, but not past the Erev. You can't use the Erev as the 2,000 Amas and continue going. So he's stuck. Did he go into his house? Into his house? Yeah. 
Let's see the Gemara. Says the Gemara, asked the Gemara the question we had yesterday, we already said Pshat today, even. What's the difference between him and the people in the city? Why does he get to go? And even though he went back home, he didn't place the Erev, and everybody in the city is stuck where they are. We must explain this whole mission that this individual was a wealthy dude. He had two houses. Between the two houses, there's exactly 4,000 ama. Two tchumim, two times 2,000. He himself, since he set his way, he becomes a person that doesn't have two meals. <coughs> a person that doesn't have two meals, let's go back to the list, top of the list, you're a nani. You can do all three things, including a remote Eruv. You could do a remote Eruv. So he's an Ani. Why is he an Ani? Because he went on the way. Remember yesterday we discussed these very poor people that went to get a couple of raisins. They're not considered Aniim. Why are they not considered Aniim? <clears throat> but they're very poor. They're physically poor. Because they are going back to their house. They're not planning on going one direction. They want to pick up the raisins and go back home. At, in ho- at home, they have two meals. So that changes the whole story. This guy is physically very wealthy. $26 million in the bank. But he's going one direction. He's going towards the second house without any food, without two sudas. We allow him all three ways of making a roof, including the remote the Hani Ashirininu, the Gemara just finishes off, and the people in the city are considered wealthy. They're there right in the city. They have no right to use the Eruv. And we have something similar. This case, person has two homes, and between them there's a distance of 4,000 Ama. Once he decides to leave, once he sets sets out on a journey, he's a poor person, immediately he's able to do a remote Eruv. Divi Rabbi Yehuda, Yeser Al-Kain Omar Rabbi Yoisi B'Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda's own son, Rabbi Yoisi, argues with his father, and he says even more. And the Gemara will explain what he says. Afilu metzoi chaveroi v'omar loi linpoi. So let's read the words. If we read the words, we'll understand sort of what he's trying to say here. His friend bumps into him and says, listen, stay here tonight. A schamahu, it's extremely hot. A tzinahu, it's Chicago, it's extremely cold. In other words, he never even set out to go. That's what, that's what he's trying to say here. His friend convinced him before he even went. What are you crazy, you're going to go on a journey now? It's too hot. Why? Because he made a remote, a remote Arab. So the Gemara explains, we have a machlegis here. Machloik is the famous duo Rabbi Rav Yosef. <coughs> I don't have COVID, just something stuck in my throat. I actually took two tests already since I came. Two negatives. Baruch Hashem. Yes, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. it should be him. So, right. Right. Well, there's different rabbiyoses, different, different, um, 
I don't know, because that one I think is actually, that's Rabbi Yossi Shinimuke Imoi, I don't know. <clears throat> could be not. It doesn't, even, it doesn't make sense that it should be. It could be. He's asking if it's the same Rabbi Yossi. If it's Rabbi Yossi that we paskin like, Rabbi Yossi Shinimuke Imoi, that we paskin over Rameir and Rabbi Huda. Is the son, do we pass him like the son? I don't think so. But I could be wrong. Omer Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda. Afilu metzoyi chaveri v'omer leilim poyai eis chaveri. Omer Rabbi. What's pshat in the son? Loimar kule alma loy pligi. So there's a massive Rashi here. And the only thing I, I'll take out from this Rashi, it, two pshatim. We're going to go with the second pshat. But Rashi in his first pshat, he asks questions on the first pshat. And I just like this Lush and I just want to point it out. Whoever likes interesting Lashonis and Rashi, uh, it's like six, seven lines from where it becomes wide. Aval Amri Noyashain. He's quoting a Pasuk, but it's a Lashon. Amri Noyashain. In other words, there's nothing, there's no Mamoshus in this Pshat. There's no Mamish in this Pshat. Amri Noyashain. Very interesting Lashon and Rashi. He doesn't like that Pshat, so he goes like this. To say the words, to say that I'm shoivis, to use those words, that's how we're learning second Pshan and Rashi. Everybody agrees that you have to say the words. Do I have to set out on my journey that I have to start the journey? Literally one step. As the Gemara is going to bring soon a story, the guy took one step up. Oh, it was a journey. He started. You have to start the journey. So the Machlokes is Rabbi Yehuda, the father, is going to say, "Yes, I need two things." In both, both Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi, both Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi, both hold that Rabbi Yehuda needs two things. The question is, what does Rabbi Yosef, the son, hold? Which one of the two? So the father, Rabbi Yehuda, is going to hold according to everybody. You need to say it, and you need to set on a journey. You need both those two things. And Rabbi Yosef is going to say according to Rabbi. I don't need to set the journey, but I need to say it. I need to say that is my error. No. Again, Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold. Once again, you need both. You need to set out on the journey. You need to say it. And Rabbi Yossi, the son, is going to say you need to set out on the journey. All of Rabbi Yossi is going to argue is you don't have to say it with your mouth. So this is Shiloh. Which one of the two things does the son hold up? The sun holds, Rabbi Yosef the sun says you need one out of the two. Which one out of the two? Machloikis, Rabbi Rabbi Yosef. But the father of Yudas, both according to everybody, needs two things. You need to say it with your mouth, and you need to set on a journey. Does he have to say it? Ula says something very interesting. If a guy set out on his way, he already set out. And his friend turned him back. Hareyu muchzer umuchzuk. It's a contradiction, sort of. He's, it's as if he never started. He's muhzar. He went all the way back. Umuhzak. But it's as if he's as if he's on a journey. It's a contradiction. This is what he means. Even though he went home, he's in the air conditioner now. Muhzak, it's as if he went on a journey. Kiman, who does that go according to? Kirav Yosef. Like Rav Yosef that says that everybody holds, you have to do. You have to start the journey. Just Aliba the Rabbi but the son says, start the journey, that's enough. You don't have to say anything. And Mamela, he started the journey, and according to Ali, he started the journey. He's Mukhzar, he's back in his house. That's enough for the Arif to take place. 
Rav Yehuda, don't get confused. If you're learning from the Masifta, he goes with the first Peshat and Rashi. If you're looking in Rashi, starting out, you might get confused because he brings the first Peshat. It takes a while. He develops, it develops. Then he knocks it out and he goes with the second Peshat. It's a long Rashi. I'm saving you the pain. Just go with the second Peshat if you want. You go with the first Peshat. You go with the Masifta. Once again, okay, I'm not going to talk about the Masifta. I use the Masifta a lot, so I don't want to talk about them. Anyway, says the Gemara. Um, Rav Yehuda bar Eshtasa, there's a person, Rav Yehuda bar Eshtasa, Aisilei, Kalkola de Perila Rav Nason. He went and he gave Rav Nason a basket of fruit. Rav Nason bar Yishaya. And Rav Nason bar Yishaya was 4,000 amas away from where he needed to be. Kav now when Rav Nason bar Yishaya turned around to go, Shafkei Adenoches Darge, he let him go down a step. This is the story of taking one step. One step equals a journey. Shavkei Adenochas Dargi, he went down one step. Omalei, Bisacha, stay by me. Lemacher Kadim Vazel. Oh, so once he took one step, he was machzik, he already set out on the journey, setting on the journey. That's enough to hold that the Erov should be typhus. It's a good Erov. And we just turned to Daphne Bays on the Bays, sponsored by Mike, Mark Steinberg, who's with us, Baruch Hashem, every night here. I like it like this, a small oilam, 10 people, we don't need a big crowd. It's much better, just like in Ramah Ben Shemesh. We're, not, we're no better here in Chicago than they are in Ramah Ben Shemesh. Everybody, they, they stopped wearing masks, but I heard 70 people got COVID over Rosh Hashanah, and the massive is not great. Anyway. Closing down schools all over the place in the five towns. It's like Yehuda. So, for Shidduch, for his son, Yitzchak Pesach Yehuda ben Meir Yosef, and by Anonymous, Hatzlochen Yiddishkeit, and a schos for his family to be Torah Jews. Amen. Keman. So, who does this go according to that you could just start the, the journey and you don't have to do anything else that we just said. That's Rabbi Yosef that says that everybody agrees you have to start the journey. But the son, Rabbi Yosef, holds, you don't have to say anything. So, okay. So he went down the step. He thought he's going home. He started the journey. Poof. His Erev is chal. He brings him back home. And he's good to go. He has a good Erev. Says, Gemara Loi. Nah. Perhaps it goes according to Rabbi that you need both. Believe the Rabbi Yehuda. So you have to be, you have to, you have to, so let's see inside. Uh, this is Rabbi Yosef. And where is Rabbi? A few lines before, right? Should be. Oh, Rabbi. Kuli Amalei Ployed Tzarech, he has to say it. The Machlokes is whether you have to... Also, the Machlokes is whether you have to also start the journey. So, what the Gemara is saying is, no, what happened was, he, he said it. But the question is, whether he also had, if you need two things. According to Rebbe they need both. You need to say that I want to make an error. And then he did start the journey. So perhaps that, this story right over here, they took one step because he said it. 
and he just waited for him to start the journey. Oh, you started the journey. Now you have two things. Two things. Now you fit in to Rabbi Yehuda according to Rabbi that you need both things. Shalom Aleichem. Oh, Seth Helman is on today. Ah, long time no see, Seth. All the way from university. Beautiful. We have Joe Sosnick from, uh, from uh, San Francisco over there. All right, Givaldik. The Yom Al Kubi, are you related to, to Kivi's friend? His brother? You're the younger brother. Beautiful. What'd you say? No, it's not. Really? Says no. Says All right. Zoktei legimara. Remeir oy mekoshi yochel arev. So the the whole concept of chamer gamel, we're very familiar f- with it already for the last pretty pretty much twenty daf. We've been talking about it from daf lamedei. Chamer gamel, you're stuck between a camel and a donkey. Hotanina chodesim. We already have this in the Mishnah. Suffolk, if there's a Suffolk. Right, what we had over there, you don't know if your Eruv rolled out of position, if it happened before Shabbos, after Shabbos started, uh, it got burned, consumed, Chamer Gamo. It's a suffix, so we don't know what to do, we don't know if it's an Eruv, not an Eruv. So you're stuck from your house till you place the Eruv, you can't go past your Eruv, but you also can't go out your back door of your house and start walking that direction, because the, perhaps your Eruv did work, and if your Eruv works, that limits you, you can't go, you have no tchum past your house in the opposite direction. All right, and I also see Rabbi Linger, Givaldik. It's good to see all these faces again. Ah, I feel like I'm here in Chicago, but I feel like I'm in Eretz Yisrael again. It's unbelievable. Technology. Says the Gemara. Sofik, Remei Rabbi Yudoyimrim, Harizah Chamer Gamal. We learned it already. Om Rav Sheshis. Beautiful, he says. Like time and time in the Remeir, Suffolk Erev, Suffolk Lo Erev, who da have a Chamer Gamal, Avavadi Lo Erev, Lo have a Chamer Gamal. You'll say maybe that whole mission over there is talking about a case where it's a Suffolk. We don't know if the, the Erev rolled out before Shah. Eh? Over here, what happened? We know what happened. We know that there was definitely no Erev because before he had a chance to set his Erev, his friend convinced him to go back home. What is that called? Vadai Lo Erev. Nevertheless, in that case, Remeir says he's a Chamer Gamal. That's a big chiddush. In other words, even in that case, in that Mishnah where the Eir of Rashi says rolled out, and I know for a fact it rolled before Shabbos. Why? Because I gave up my position. I already declared to the world, I'm not interested in going the opposite side of my house. I'm positioning my Eruv forward, not backwards. So yes, it rolled out before Shabbos. Too bad. You lost your position. You already declared that you lost your position. Says the Mishnah. By the way, very exciting Gemara is coming up. Classic Sugis. It's going to be Leon Welcher is going to be busy all day long making classics that are every... Four lines. It's going to be another classic. Because the two, two daf of, of a god, the Gishmak is tough. Says Gemara, unless you're like my father in law who can't stand a god, I don't know why. He's like, I don't like a god. He's a, too much of a lumdisha cup. <laughs> he 
Okay, he doesn't know. He says, I don't understand the stories. I just don't get them. Okay, fine. Certain people, each to their own. I, I love it. I'll take it when I get it. A guy was walking and his tchum is, here's the line. He goes past the tchum. Huh? Same thing. Yeah, same thing. I'm on a tefak is the same thing. Meaning you busted your tchum, it doesn't matter a millimeter. We'll just be nice. and uh, Because you know what, a, a step is an ama. So he took a step. That's basically what he did. How could he do a, a, a tefach? How? How could he even fit on? His shoe is going to be half and half. You know what I mean? It has to be like a... It makes sense to have a tefach. Unless you... Uh, Unless you went sideways. Okay. He's not allowed to return into his tchum. And we're familiar with this Mishnah. We had it a number of times already. Rebelezers of the opinion, Shtayim Yikonis, Shalish Laikonis. Why? What's this two? Because Rebelezer holds that a person has four Amas. He has four Amas. But Rebelezer holds that his four Amas are divided two in the front, two in the back. So if you look at this picture over here from Yoni, it's beautiful. You have a city here. Here's the line, here's the Tchum. And he walked one Amma. Now, but if you look at the box, his four ama box overlaps the tchum and goes into the tchum. And he holds that overlapping is okay. Okay? But three is no good. What if he just positioned one foot? He's one foot in, one foot out. Yeah? Like the time I was on the plane and I said, I'm on the plane, I'm off the plane. Literally, one foot on, one foot out. What are you going to do? What's the halacha? Are you added the tchum and added the tchum? Says Reb Chanino, lo yikonis. One foot is enough to take you out. It's as if your whole body is out. Dachsiv. Reb Boy said, when did we read this pasuk? Does anybody know when we read it? Besides Menachem uh, Mateh. When did we read this pasuk? Dachsiv. Im toshiv mishabos raglecha. Raglecha ksiv. Anybody? When did we read this pasuk? Read it on Kiddush. Oh, Daron, when? I don't see. But anyway, I see Daron saying something. We read on Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur morning, in the Aftarah. How do I know? Because I got the Aftarah. I was so excited to see it said my, my mother's name on the, on, the, on the cloth. Why? Because years ago, when uh, Rabbi Tursi's show, uh, BCD it's called now, they, 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 they were able to buy the cloth off a shul. So they said, anybody wants to donate a I said, yeah, I'll donate. So, but I, I right away went to the Chumash and I opened up the, I wanted to see who has, which of is read the most? Yeshaya. Yeshaya, obviously, everybody knows that. I must have been really young, I didn't know. So I, I donated the Yeshaya. So Baruch Hashem. So I got the, and, and I saw, everything was great, and then I saw this Pasuk there. Im Tosheh it became a big pasuk by us. Why? Because now I started saying it by Kiddush since we started, since we learned it in Shabbos. In Tashim Shabbos, a bunch of people joined also. Typically, we start from Mishamr. Why not? Because in Tashim Shabbos, is unbelievable. It teaches you all, all these Hilcha Shabbos. In Tashim Shabbos, So it says Raglecha, plural, but it's written Raglechoksiv. We say it Raglecha. But it says raglacha, singular, right? Kriyik siv. How is it said and how, how is it written? How do you say it? 
So Mela, it's singular. So even if you take out one foot, a single foot, that's it, you're done. You busted the tchum. But what am I going to do with the brace of Raglach is betecha tchum? Raglach is chus tchum, yikonis. It says that if you only have one foot out, you can bring it back in. Hamani acherimi. It goes according to acherim. Who's acherim? Rabbi Zay, you know who acherim is? Very good. Remeir. Usually acherim is remeir. By the way, and it's obvious from the Gemara tomorrow. I know that we said Rabbi Yudah, Remeir, the Lacha is like Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah. But it's not because Rabbi Yudah is greater than Remeir. We said Remeir is greater. We had it a few days ago. Remeir is the greatest. Just nobody understood him. It was hard to understand him. Talmidim could So that's why they passed like Rabbi Yudah. We're going to see it again tomorrow. But we had it in this Masech, a whole, a whole sugi about that. Where most of his body, now, when you take one step forward, most of your body is still in the tchum. It's just your foot, your knee, and your foot are outside, but your whole body is still inside. So may I go by that? We go, the opposite. If one foot is out, not like we said before that says raglacha, singular. No. If your one foot is out, bring it back in. It's not a problem. Why? From the same Pasuk. How do we read it? Plural. You need both of your feet out in order to bust the Tchum. This is interesting. Now we're pulling another Brisa out. Before we pull the Brisa that says Yikonis. Now I'm pulling a Brisa that says Loikonis. Okay, so it's, a, it's actually a contradiction in Brises. But based on how you say it, I'm going to ask you a question from that Brisa. Oh, what are you going to do? It says you shouldn't take your foot back in the Braisa. That goes according to Remeir. So, we're, so, Bikitzer, Remeir stays the same. It's just, how do we read the Pasuk? If you only busted the by two Amas, you could go back in. It says before two, you shouldn't go in according to Rebbe Leizer. The bottom line is, it's the same. He has two, but if you bust it from two to three, then you can't come back in. What it means over there, they went from one to two, but he's still in the two, that's why he can go back in. What do I do with this? This I can't explain it. It says one, even one Amma. In the Mishnah says, you have up to two Amas. Over here it says, one Amma, you can't go back. It says, the Gemara is talking about something else. Somebody that measures. If he's measuring with his feet, he takes steps. And he's allowed to take steps, medium steps. He takes 2,000 medium steps. That's Yudchum. He gets exactly 2,000 Amas. Even if he goes... Remember, you asked me, can you go back to the house? If you start out from your house, then you could go, you have your whole house. But when you reach a house, then you can't go in. Because you're 2,000 amas, stop right there. So you can't just, oh, I'm here already, let me go in. You can't go in. So he reached a cave, he has to stop short of the cave. Says the Mishnah, and with this we finished tonight, or this morning, sorry, this morning. Uh, literally, I was going. I was coming to share tonight. I couldn't see anymore. I was like, everything's blurry. So I went back home. That's why I'm a little late. 
Oh, I had to redo my lenses. Okay. It's been a long day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Havla, no, we mentioned Havla a second ago. That's where Belezer in the Mishnah holds you can do Havla, that your box, your four Amma box that you're in, overlaps the Bavla to the 2,000 Amma, so you can still go in. But the, the cave, it's, you don't have Havla in the cave. Because when you, get, when you reach to the end of your 2,000 Amma, you don't have a box anymore. Your box is in the beginning, not the end. You don't have another box to extend into the cave. You're done. When you get to the cave, that's it. It's a, it's a, it's a solid wall in front of you. You can't go any further. Says the Mishnah. Who cares? What's the difference? Who cares if this is another opening or not? Yeah, it's something else. Th- that case, that's a very nice case, that a guy was in the cave before Shabbos, so the whole cave is his, is his house, and therefore he's, he's Shabbos in that cave before Shabbos, and therefore when he comes out, he could go in both directions, and they overlap each other, so you could go, whatever. That was a different case. Says the Mishnah Mishayach, person, it got dark, and he, he makes it just, he almost makes it dead set, he got stuck. Even one inch, one amo, he cannot go, he's right there, he's in front of his house, can't go in. He has 15 amos. Because the people who measure, they don't measure exactly 2,000 amas because they know other people are going to make a mistake. So they cheat a little bit. They make it a little smaller. So now that you, on Shabbos, you come there on Shabbos, we're not going to make, we're not going to be reshoyim with you. We're not going to say, oh, stand there right in front of your door but you can't go in. Because at the end of the day, the guys that are measuring, they didn't measure exactly 2,000 amas like you think. There's a little bit of a leeway over there. So that extra amal, or 15 amas, you have 15 amas to go in. Now, exactly. Beautiful. Yosef says it's like a gas tank when you're empty. Oh, Mando, I see Mando. Rabbi said, look at the top of the thing. Hold on, somebody take a screenshot of this and send it to me so I can show it to the, to the rabbits. <laughs> To the Anikol, the Anikol is over there. Manda the Anikol, Givaldi. He's okay? He's doing okay, Daron? <laughs> He's excellent. Okay, Givaldi. Yeah, you're saying it. How are you doing with him? That's the Shaila. <laughs> I hope he's trained now. Givaldi, you sleep with him? <laughs> okay. Says the Gemara. So, here's a very interesting Nakuda. Let's just finish these few uh, words. You know what? Let me just tell it to you now. And we'll finish the Gemara. It goes like this. Here are the guys that are measuring the Eruv. Guy number one, guy number two. What do they do? They use a rope that's 50 amma long. When you have 2,000 amas, how many ropes do you need? Anybody? Math? 40. 40 ropes. So, first Rashi says that this 15 amma business is an approximate thing. 15. Then he says something that's more like a Vilna Gun kind of thing. He says, no, it's very exact. I'll tell you why. Because when two people hold a rope, they hold it with their hand. And when you hold it with your hand, you're missing a tefach and a little bit, a half a etzba. 
So he goes through the calculation. Look at this calculation. It's beautiful. 2,000 amos equals 40 times this rope. So 40 times this rope, you're going to be missing 80 tfachim. Each rope, you're missing two tfachim because each guy holds it. So you don't really have, you can't count that, that hand. So you have 80 tfachim plus 40 fingers. Right? Because you're missing a half a finger. So it's 40. That equals 90 tfachim. How much is 90 tfachim? Each, tef, each ama is 6 tefach. If you have 90 tfachim divided by 6, that's exactly 15 amos on the dot. That's why Rib Shimon says you have 15 amos extra because these guys that are measuring, they're measuring approximately, they're not counting their hands. And if you really want to be medayik in the measurement, it's actually, you get an extra 15 amos. Tana, because of the people that when they measure with the, with the ropes, they make a mistake, they're off by 15 amma. Hajun alach misho itziyu. Hajun alach misho itziyu. Hajun alach misho itziyu. Rabbis have a wonderful day. Yishmaka day. Repesach Waxman's on. Another. Wow. That's a chash of one. Repesach. Shalom Aleichem. Pesach. Am I going to get to see you? Are you? You're not in Chicago, are you? You're in Chicago. Snoo, when are I going to see you? I don't know. We'll have to wake up. I don't like. I don't like to go at night because it's all about the yomi. I don't like to go ahead. <laughs> very good. Very good. It's also. It's, it's also to go ahead. What do you mean?